Welcome to Let's Talk Church Uncensored. Here is where you're going to receive uncensored messages that range from church sermons to panels about church hurt, sex, and more. From friends, family, and pastors, and other ministering vessels. These are not the conversations that you want to miss. And I'm your host, Carlita D. Leonard. Church Uncensored, let's talk. Hi, guys. Hey. Okay, so we... Tremaine had a wonderful question um, last week, and I just want, I was talking about row one and all of these things. I just wanted to jump in. How did we actually meet? So let's jump in from there. So, um, okay, yeah. So going to church, um, I was actually sitting probably on like row four or five. Um, but I would always see you sitting on row one and then you're also on the prayer team. So sometimes when I would go up there for prayer, you know, you would pray with me and everything. But how we built a connection, like you were saying, just because you sit on row one, it can be a little bit intimidating for the people that sit behind row one because you're looking like, oh, like, you know, that's the top dogs of the church, you know, VIP. But like you just said, it's real people. It's regular people. You know, you guys have real lives just like you're talking right now. But after like when I would see you at church, I would always pray and be like, Lord, I want to be friends with her, you know, because you were real, you know, you were real and you were authentic. So I yes. was like, I want to be friends with you. And here we are later, year and something later. And we're like this. So, well, yeah. And, you know, the funny thing about that is I think you mentioned something about SJR. And I was saying. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So we would we would catch. So what things you would say, I would hear it. And so right. um, Pastor had ended up saying, she said, when God moves, you move. And then you were like, just like that. And I was like, oh, she in tune with you, Lord, like. This is the Holy Spirit. Like you knew right. what was like, how did that even happen? You were like on point. Well, you know, it, it's just one of those things that you just, I, I come from a call and response church. And I think we all at some point grew up in a call and response church. So when mm. she said it, I just, you know, my dad says that when he's preaching. So I'm just like, yeah, just like that. You know, I have, <laughs> like, <"Help> me. <laughs> my neck rolls and something happens in my spirit where I'm like, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, okay. Shooting over to Levi Tyler. How did we meet? Hey guys, so I just remember, um, you know, I, I love praise and worship. I love, I love it, everything about it. And I would see Carlita in the front on row one, at prayer ministry. And, you know, she'll point to me, I'll point to her, I'll point in our spirit. And uh, after service, we will hug and then we would just leave. And um, just something about her was just like, oh, like, we got to be friends. So I remember, I remember, yes. walking, I, I remember, I, I remember walking up to her and I was like, I really want to join the Wait, commercial break. It's not that you jumped in my frame. <laughs> you thought you were in the same house, just in case y'all was wondering. <laughs> okay, go. You remember what? I remember walking up to her and I'm like, I really want to join the prayer ministry. Yeah. I think it was more so like her spirit and like the cadence and, and her voice when she spoke. She just spoke with such, such authority, but she was also like, not like, you know, super religious and not like, you know, weirded out. It was just yeah. normal and natural. And it just body, it, she embodied some of the things that I grew up with being a Patrick's kid, which I later, I later learned that she's also a Patrick's kid. So I was like, okay, so that's my friends now. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> So I'm going to tell how I met Tremaine and Levi Tyler. Because, and I don't think they actually know how I first saw them. So I think this is be the first. I think you guys are going to catch a sneak peek into our friendship right now and okay. catch the first time. I like this. You know, like a, a real moment for us, mm-hmm. right? So I believe I met Levi Tyler first. 
Um, and so I was worshiping. I do remember that. I was worshiping and God said, turn around. And I always turn around and play with the crowd. I'm like, hey, y'all, whatever. <laughs> and like I did, I catch certain people and I start dancing with them um, from row one. But <laughs> when I turned around, it's like God had pointed him out in the crowd. And I remember I was standing the way I'm standing right now. And he was off of my left shoulder when I turned around off to the side and he was a few rolls back. And I was just like, there's something about him. And we made eye contact and we started worshiping together from a distance. So I was just like, Oh my God, there's something about him. I don't know what it is. Now that's center row. The next time I saw him, he was sitting in the same exact seat, but this time I was over to the right of the church and the same thing happened. I turned around and God highlighted him. And I was just like, okay, this is the second time there's something about him. And like, you know, I would hug, I'm a hugger. So I hug from a distance. I blew kisses from a distance. I was like, Oh my God, hi from a distance. And I just, because I don't believe that, what role I'm sitting on should separate the love you feel from me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that at all. So I want you to be in church, not in the fifth row. I want you to feel like you're part of the congregation, not separated by a pew. So for me, I, I don't, I don't have that wall. I don't have that barrier. So mm-hmm. I just reached out and was like, Oh my God, I love you from a distance. But he came up to me after church and was like, I want to go to church. And I was like, okay, great phenomenal we'll figure that out for you mm-hmm. and from there our friendship just i i can't even tell you when it actually just merged because i feel like it had already merged before we actually spoke real words to each other mm-hmm. and so and, and now he can't get rid of me you know <laughs> so there's that <clears throat> and then tremaine tremaine is like the and what's funny is like they, I promise you guys, they were sitting in like the same exact seat. So once, once, once Levi Tyler became like my bestie, he was at my house for Sunday dinners, all of this stuff, Tremaine popped up. So Tremaine pops up. I promise you he in like the same exact role that Levi Tyler was in. I'm like, there's something wrong with this role because God keeping all my new friends on this role. Literally, <laughs> role five are, is my role of friendship. So I look over and Tremaine is there and I see him. And this time I'm sitting over to the right and I wave and he's sitting in the middle and I wave and he's like, hi. And then the next time I see him, I'm seated, seated in the middle and he's over to the right. Same distance though. And this time he's with um, my other friend that I met because everybody just wanted to be on the same row. And so he's sitting there and he's like, you know, I was like, oh my God, yes, yeah. And we're worshiping together. So go, yeah. okay, so, so the moral of the story is, I feel like if you can't worship with me, we're probably not gonna be friends. Yes. So the worship from a distance drew us closer together. Mm-hmm. And then I do remember praying for him. I don't remember what exactly I said to you, Tremaine, but I do remember praying for you and you, everybody was so confused. LA is such a, a high profile life that when someone falls out in church, you're like, what do we do? So I was like, I got it. But <laughs> I got it. So we grew up in down home church. So Tremaine, I saw Tremaine have a breakthrough. And before I knew he was destined to be my friend, I knew I was destined to touch his life, right? And so I just knew we would have some type of relationship, but I didn't know what the capacity would be. And so there is a season and a reason for every relationship in our lives. And I truly believe that 
God will let you know. Just like I couldn't automatically jump into being friends with Levi Tyler or Tremaine. I don't think that anyone should just jump into a relationship with anyone off bat without consulting God or seeing how the person worships or prays. Yes. I think yes. the lead like Tremaine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I truly believe that I need to see your authenticity. You being authentic, you being authentic <laughs> in the house of the Lord mm-hmm. in order for me to see how you would be show up for me as a friend. And Tremaine went for broke for God before me. Levi Tyler went broke for God before me. So I could only imagine how deep our friendship would be if if they did that for God and I'm his daughter, what would they do for me? And so, and with God shining a light on them, it let me know who was designed. I talk about Noah all the time, but who was designed, who was on my list to get Mm -hmm. on my boat. And I really truly believe that they are on my list to get on my boat. People call us the triplets, TLC, Jermaine, Levi Tyler, and Carlita. Get it together. Um, Get it together. (laughs) We're the triplets, we're TLC all day long. And so it just was one of those things where it's like, we are automatically connected. But Tremaine, you had a question last week that I really feel that hits this moment and can settle this moment for us. And it fits right into where we are. Do you remember the question that you gave us last week? Yes. So basically I was asking you guys, um, so if you're in a position to where, say, for example, you're working a job and you know that God has so much more for you and you're destined for so much more and you have so much more purpose on the inside of you, but you're going to this job every single day and you're working. It's like, how do you take those next steps? You know that so much is down on the inside of you. What do you do next? Mm. You want to take it first? (laughs) I will. Okay. One of the things that I love about God and the Bible is that the Bible declares that um, he will go before us and make every crooked place straight, which means that our steps are ordered by God. And yes. so with that, I believe that you need to go into yourself and explore and ex- explore and ask God, what is this on the inside of me that is uh, placing this hunger that is yeah. saying, I want more. I want to do my, I don't want to just be, you know, a cashier. I don't want to just be a manager. I don't want to just be an employee somewhere. God, you have placed something on the inside of me. Help me to unveil and reveal what this is and give me the instructions and equip me for what it is. I think too often as believers too, and even non-believers, but right now we're seeing my believers um, as believers. <laughs> I think too often, uh, too often as believers, we believe that, or we walk in this way of, you know, I think this is where I'm supposed to be because this is where I'm assigned. Mm-hmm. But I believe that God assigns us to places for a particular reason and a season. And, it's, and it is up to us to be wise enough yeah. to know when that assignment is up and, and when it's time for us to step into what's next. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't think you're wrong at all. And I would add that um, it's a being still moment. Right. God speaks in a small, still voice. And we have to ask, why does God speak in a small, still voice? Um, He speaks in a small, still voice because he's close to you. And if you ever realize when things are loud and you cannot think straight and the, the enemy is really attacking you, you have to understand the only reason why he's yelling is because he actually doesn't have access. Mm-hmm. He's not, he can't access row one. He can come to church, but he can't get on row one. Mm-hmm. He can't, he can't step into your lane. 
So he has to yell at you and try to distract you and throw different things at you. I was just talking to um, my, my one of my good friends, Bianca, her aunt, and we were talking about goals and setting goals and how if you focus on one thing, hmm. an ordained thing, then that thing will, will show forth and, and it will bring forth fruit. And I was telling her today that I have a grid wall over my house and my house. I said, but when I got up this morning, my mind wanted to look at everything on my wall, but my spirit said, focus on the main thing. The main Mm -hmm. thing today it's let's talk because if you try to take everything in your hand, when God didn't give you everything today and he gave you one thing, you're going to mess up and you're going to come short of the glory. But if you just worry about today and what he placed in your hands today, then we will do Bible. Because Bible is worry about today, let me worry about tomorrow. And so I I feel like the most, when people get frustrated with what path they should be on is they have too many things in their hands and they need to let go. Let go and let God is is not just a nice saying, it's an actual thing that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where where we are at, at that moment, you know. Okay. I love what you just said, Carlita, too. It's the whole let go and let God. Yeah. I love the idea of us wanting to be in control right. and us wanting to think that we got it and we can do it. Um, but the cool thing, though, is that we don't have it and we can't do it alone. Like without God, we're literally like going to fail. Yeah. And so I love that God, and I, I quote this every day. I'm like, God, your word declares that you are a strong tower mm-hmm. and the righteous shall run to yeah, you yeah, by yeah. safety. Mm-hmm. So God, when in those moments where I'm battling with what's going on, on the inside of me when I'm battling with you know God I know I'm here at this job but I know there's more going on God I'm going to run to you and when I'm when I run to you I'm going to receive instructions you're going to tell me a b c d e f and g you're going to tell me once you <laughs> I'm going to follow those instructions because yeah. you are my father you will not lead me astray you will not lead me down the wrong path you will lead me and direct me right to where you want me to be and here's and here's the thing about that, right? He'll never give you anything that's not really planned. Uh-huh. God is not a, 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 oh, I made this up. God, I, I always say this about God. Before time began, he set things in motion. Everything that has happened, it was set in motion, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about your GPS system, there's different routes to get to your current destination, to the destination you want to get to. But depending on which route you take, it could be longer, shorter, or somewhere in the middle. So mm-hmm. if we look at that way and look at how God formed this world, he did not intend to send his only son to die. He did not intend for Eve to eat, eat an apple. But what did he do? He planned for it. Mm. So everything that happens to you, everything that 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 falls in your lap, you have to go, if it's meant to be, it was intended. Mm. Now, did you plan for it? Did you set yourself up to really be in a good space for when God hands you something else? Or are you stressed out when he hands you something else? But we're constantly, and see, here's the thing. Have you ever found yourself praying for more and when you got it, you were stressed out? That's a good question. I'm going to say it again. Have you ever found yourself stressed out when you prayed for more? And then it happened. Can't even. Are we supposed to answer? (laughs) We supposed to answer. (laughs) He said, "Ooh, that got me. Wait, cuz listen. Did that hit? That hit? That hit somewhere? (laughs) Well, but here's the thing. It's honest though, because 
I was just talking to Levi Tyler like a few weeks ago, and I believe I, I want to say a few weeks ago because I can just like touch you. But um, <laughs> I was talking to him a few weeks ago, and um, I was telling him, "Don't be surprised when you wrote it down in your prayer journal, and God is honoring it. You're you're trying to be surprised. Oh God, I didn't know you were going to do this. You asked for it. Listen." You prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's never, see, we get confused with a slow answer, but it's not Ooh. a slow answer. It's not. That's the God oven answer. That ain't no microwave. Yeah, I want an oven answer. Yeah, yeah it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Come on, slow cooker. Amen. Don't give me no microwave popcorn wait, blessing. Wait, I want, because I want, we from the South. So like, I want it. <laughs> I want it marinated. Take your time. Take your time. I want it marinated. And you know, a good marinade is a few days. Hallelujah. There it is. There it is. A marinade is a few days. So Amen. you're asking to be made into this rich bread that God is trying to make. And he's like, I still got to pour the oil and knead the dough. Oh, it takes time to be great. It's, you can't be great overnight. It's so much stuff you have to go through. And last year was one of those years where I went through a lot of stuff. And I'm like, God, why am I going through this? I don't get it. What am I, what's going on? What did I do? You know, I didn't come all the way to Los Angeles to work at the job that I was working at to do what I was doing, but it was all a setup. Just like Levi Tyler was saying, his mm. my steps are ordered by the Lord. So he already right. knew that I was going to have to go through this, meet come certain on. people to get where I am. Because yeah. when he have me going, I have to have those experiences to get there. I can't just skip over everything and get there because I'm going to fail when I get there. Oh, you know what, though? And, and what you said was so key. You said something that, that really uh, resonated with me. And I'm going to like flip it around. What Let's I heard it. what I heard you say out loud just now was, God, you were brewing something on the inside of me since before the foundation of the earth. And I can't skip the process because if I skip the process, I'm going to miss an ingredient. Uh, yep. And so yep. And it's not going to come like out right. You salt in your cake instead of sugar. Mm. Or too much baking powder. It ain't going to come out right. And it might be yeah. starchy at that point. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. One of the things that I love about God is that God is not He's not going to download everything into you right away because if he downloads everything into you right away, yeah. you're going to be overwhelmed. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's too much for you to handle. Mm-hmm. I love the step-by-step process that yeah. God gives us. Yeah. yeah, and I remember one of the pastors had said one time that when you're going through it, you don't like it. But when you come out of it, it's something oh, yeah. that you wouldn't change for the world. And looking back for on that world. year, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change and it because I am where I am looking- now. But I knew he was going to take me out. (laughs) When we look at our life and I go, God, how how did I have a friend that was coming to my house? This is a true story. Coming to my house, eating my food, doing my hair, act like I don't exist the next day Mm -hmm. without word Mm -hmm. and treat me like trash Mm -hmm. without word. And it was so evident that people in our congregation and people in our friend group was asking the question like, hey, I thought y'all was cool. So it's one of those things where it's like you have to look, you have to look at who's in your life. <laughs> so people come into your life for a season, a reason, and a lifetime. And I believe that last year was my identifier of who was actually 
on the boat with me and who was designed to be on the boat. And what I mean by the boat, I talked about Noah a few weeks ago when I preached this message about leadership. And I said, Noah was asked to build an ark. And as he was building the ark, he didn't build rudders. He didn't build an oar. He didn't build anything like that. He built it and he just let God have his way. But God also gave him a list of what animals and who was supposed to be on the boat. He didn't try to change the list. And he built the boat the way God designed it. So that and because we didn't have exactly what category the storm was going to be. Mm. We didn't know if the storm was going to come in a slow drizzle. Okay. So, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Talk. Um, thank you to our sponsors and everyone that has reached out. Um, but we're going to jump back in. And I was talking about friendship, but I believe I'm going to start with Noah first. A few weeks ago, I was preaching about Noah, and I was talking about how God, when God created the world, he called it good. Not amazing, not outstanding, not fantastic, nothing. He called it good. Then 10 generations later, he decided to destroy it. What? So that the first part of that is he let me know that I can start over even if I deem something good. So the first part of my Noah talk with you guys, I just want to ask y'all, has there been anything in your life of recent that you felt like, dang, this was really good, but now you find yourself starting over? Mm. I love that you just posed that question because um, there was moments, uh, especially this year, um, that has taken me out. Um, <clears throat> and when I say taking me out, you know, you think you're friends with someone for 10 years. Um, mm. You spoke about the 10 generations. Yeah. But you're friends with someone for 10 years. And then, you know, you guys are roommates. And then, you know, something happens and you're not roommates anymore. Right. And so now I'm in the season of starting over. And honestly, I thought that this, this starting over season was going to be tough, but it's not. It hasn't been tough for me because when you actually follow, just like Noah, when you follow the instructions of God, it won't be hard. That part. God told Noah, get gopher wood. God told Noah to bring in to uh, bring a male and a female of this animal, a male and a female of that animal. And he gave him he gave him a time frame. Um, sorry, he didn't give a time frame, but when it was done, he said, go ahead and close the door and don't come out. Mm-hmm. And so I love that whole story because I feel like I've had a Noah season, actually. Mm. I've had a Noah season where God has literally been taking me into a hiding season, actually. Uh, and I, I call a hiding season where it's a season where God could actually excavate some things from me and begin to build character and stamina for the long haul. Uh, because this walk with Christ is not going to be something that you can do today. And then tomorrow you can just, mm, I don't think I'm going to do it today. No, God is building up stamina and character um, and us for the long call. And honestly, it's for us to be examples to the world. Um, and I love the example of Jesus Christ because that example actually is what is the reason as to why we're here today. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. So Tremaine, the question was, have you found yourself having to start over? And was it hard? Or did you have a God mentality? Because, you know, we're created in his image. Did you have a God mentality and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to start over and it's going to be okay? Yeah, I think in 2018, uh, at the end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018, I had one of those moments um, where it was just a lot going on. I was losing a lot of friends um, and people that have been in my life for years. And I was just losing friend after friend after friend. I'm like, Lord, what is it? And at that point, you got to start looking at yourself like, wait, you losing everybody's. It's something about you. Like you can't sit up there and be like, okay, she's wrong. She's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. They wrong. You got to think about like, wait, it's something about me. So I had to go to God and be like, what is going on? 
you know, because that was a hard year as well. And in 2019, but what he taught me in that is that in that moment, I needed to look at myself and I needed to calm down because I was always that person that had to have a lot of friends. You know, in school, I was always the popular one and, you know, have a whole entourage and have the big birthday dinners and all this other stuff. But after that year, I humbled myself and I didn't want to be that person anymore. I didn't want to be in the limelight. I didn't want to be on the scene. I calmed down and I just wanted to live that low key life where God was showing me like, okay, hey, you can take yourself out to dinner. You can do this by yourself. You can do this. You know, you can actually do that. And so I learned to keep my circle real small. Um, but still in all, you just have real to real, real small, my circle, real okay. small, <laughs> but you just have to really know who you're around and you really need to have friends that are from God. Um, and when I say that I'm talking about really of God, but don't be scared. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about relationship because how yeah. I have you guys as my friend when, yeah, yeah. when I'm around y'all, I can be 100% myself. And if you can't have a friend that you can't be 100% around, then why is that even your friend? And that's what I was saying, that that was why I can be around y'all. And I didn't want to be around all those people that I had to fake it to make it. Mm. And you know what? And as you were talking, I just, TLC kept popping in my head <laughs> and the acronyms that I came up for. And it was so funny because Tremaine really stands for truth. He is not going to sugarcoat anything. The things that fly out of his mouth, y'all, I just wish <laughs> y'all could be <sighs> a fly on the wall. <laughs> a fly on the wall. Hmm. And you know, and Levi Tyler does he definitely represents love, but it's that type of love that will put you in your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like he's like uh in a good way, like a loving way, a how he way, does though. it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like, okay. I equate it to my mom because my mom, she talks in like a small, still voice. Like she's God's little sister. Like, I'm like, I don't even think you're his daughter. I think you're his little sister. Sister. That's Mary daughter. Tell her Mary had another daughter. (laughs) Mary had a daughter, Lalita. (laughs) Her name was Lalita. (laughs) So I was, you know, she's like, you know, I just feel like you should um yada 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 and you're like wait <laughs> i received that mm-hmm. because it's the way levi she tyler. says it exactly and levi tyler is like the exact same he'd be like yeah. you know i feel like that's just not it yeah it's not like, what you say it's how you say it that's why like, people wait. receive it mm-hmm. that's not it <laughs> like, yeah hmm. it makes you question like oh yeah i had to learn to get there though because i used to be very fiery yeah mm-hmm. I yes, to, yes. I to, and, I, and the thing is about this, I, I, I am still very fiery to this yeah. day. It shows up yeah. when to this day. <laughs> to this day, I'm still very fiery. <laughs> but I think I've just I'm learning to. I think, and I I, I should have told you guys before. Yeah, I used to be very selfish. Uh, mm. Still am. Um, and God is working on me every day, and I think yeah. with Him working on me, it's showing me how to be compassionate mm-hmm. towards yeah. myself which allows me to be compassionate towards other people. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And, and, you know, and it's, it's it's such a good time because, so that was my question for that. Moving on in the story of Noah. Um, God, Noah found favor <laughs> with God. God scanned the earth and God was like, this ain't it, this ain't it. And guess what? I'm done. And then he came across Noah and was like, you know what? Favor. And so have you found yourself in the midst of chaos? Yes. 
in the midst of everything going to hell and people doing uh, just a poor job of, of being alive at that point because he was just like, you can't even survive. Like, I don't even know what this is. Um, and have you found yourself being favored or have you, or the opposite, have you looked out and just, it wasn't your season to be favored in a way and you saw somebody elevating out of the pit and you were asking God, when was your time? Did you have a Joseph moment where you saw people being released? That's my question. Okay, I'll go. Um, so yeah, so last year, I keep going back to last year because it was one of in my mind, I would say it was one of the worst years of my life. But we truly free, so, I mean, like, what else do we have to compare it to? We weren't really free last year. So that's why you can I mean, we were free last year, so that's the only way you can equate it to because we're not free right now. So, yes, 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 right. yes. Okay, oh, that was perfect. But last year I felt like it was one of the worst years of my life. When in reality, it wasn't. Like I said, it was building me up. But when I was there, I didn't see it that way. Um, At the beginning of last year, I literally got laid off or fired, however you want to call it. You can dress it up however you want. It was last year. I don't care. Um, But I was laid off, fired, whatever you want to say. Um, And in that moment, I was like, God, you know, they let me go. Like, I'm the best employee. I got, you know, employed a month, blah, blah, blah. And I had to start working at a fast food restaurant. You know, I don't consider it a fast food restaurant because, you know, it's the Lord's chicken. So y'all already know what I'm talking about. Um, So I was working there and, you know, little things would happen, but God would always make a way. And I had gotten an apartment and in L.A., an apartment is expensive. So it was super expensive. Um, But it just seemed like in that moment, I wasn't being favored. I'm like, God, I've been favored all my life. You know, I'm one of your favorite children. Many of you are chosen. I'm one of the chosen ones. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. So this just popped up. Did you find, so what it sounds like to me is you found yourself, like God was lowering you to elevate you. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. I had to come down in order to be lifted higher. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes it's just like uh, uh, you made a wrong turn and you, you were elevated, but you were at you were at the wrong way. Like the way you were going, man, had a dead end and you needed to yeah. route and turn around. Yeah. And so back to like God's GPS system. And I, I think that I think I can speak for all of us where we've been there, where God's like, have a seat. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Sit on the floor. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm actually just put you in this pit. Correct. Yes. You know what I mean? And then like, here we are. And so I I feel like, ooh, I feel like it's like a, a Paul and Silas, right? Mm-hmm. Where we had to praise the shackles off. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and we had to get so low because the Bible says for us to know him for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I believe without mothers, without grandparents, without anybody around, when we decided to move away from our comfort zone, I believe that God had to lower us and lower our expectations and lower what we thought was going to happen so he could show us what really was about to go down. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way that we could have been appreciative of these moments, of our friendship, of these connections and how deep we are with God now is that he lowered us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think. That's that's really what I was hearing when you were speaking, that God had to lower you to elevate you. Yeah, he did. That's true. Yeah. So I just I really just feel like. So to continue on. So that was that. Moving on. Noah, once he was favored, God put him up on game, right? He he walked with Noah. Like, who gets to walk with God? Um, but he walked with Noah and was telling Noah, um, 
he told Noah what was getting ready to happen and what and he gave him clear instructions. And I know for me, when chaos is all around, if you are sitting still enough and you're doing what you're supposed to do, the instruction will come. Mm, yeah. Like, don't look at everybody else because Noah was around some wicked people, people that was doing too much, and it, like just hell was all hell was breaking loose. And Noah was doing what he was on assignment to do. Mm-hmm. He was looking to the left, to the right, anything. He was on assignment. And so I feel when you are on assignment, do you find yourself ever looking to the right and measuring yourself or looking to the left? Or have you ever found yourself looking to the left or to the right? Absolutely. I feel like for me, when I'm on an assignment, I'm always looking around. I know that's, that's not the right thing to do. Um, <laughs> I'm like that one child that goes that you t- you, t- you take to the store and you say, don't touch anything. I'm the one child who touches everything. <laughs> you know, what I do. Right. Um, and so I'm still learning to this day. Um, <laughs> I love saying that. I don't know why. I'm still learning to this day. To, what? to this day. Um, to be aligned mm-hmm. and be on the same wavelength as God. Um, because I am always like, okay, this person's being elevated. They don't deserve it. This person's being elevated. They don't deserve it. She's been elevated. She has a skill set. This person, he's been elevated. Oh. He don't even look like he needs to be elevated. And I'm like, God, but what about me? I'm, I'm over here sitting over here looking like LeBron Dom and I'm not being elevated. Yeah. So one of the things that God has allowed for me to do is to really focus on my own salvation. Yeah. yeah. To focus on like the things that he has placed on the side of me because while I'm focusing on them, while I'm sitting around and around focusing on them, God is saying, actually, I place something on the inside of you that you've been ignoring. And so the turmoil that you're feeling is because you refuse to walk in alignment. Mm. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, Tremaine, or can I jump in? No, go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing, right? When he was talking about favorite and looking at everybody else, what hit me is... It's a conversation I was having today, and like I just love God so much because He'll He'll have you talk about it, even though you don't know you're going to talk about it later. Favor, favor is not fair. Yeah. And so what we have to be careful of is praying for someone else's favor. Yeah. I don't know what you went through to get the favor that's on your life. Yeah. You don't know what I went through to get the favor that's on my life. You know, Let me ask you this, because I know you talk. I know we're talking about favor and stuff. But sometimes when we watch people's lives, say for example, if people aren't so uh, living a life for for God, so to speak, and then they're like getting so many blessings. When you say when you say that, is it like are you saying referring to that too, or you know what? Yeah, I'm talking about the blessings on somebody's life, the come up, what you see. See, when we, okay, so favor to the Christian world is your Instagram page. Favor to the Christian world is what your Facebook look like. Yeah. But I don't know what your home life looks like. Correct. You could have the bombest uh, social media marriage. Yeah, yeah. But all hell is breaking loose at home. Correct. So I have to covet my mouth and and be careful because if I go, God, I want my marriage to look like that. Mm -hmm. It'll look like it, but it it won't, it won't be what God intended. Yeah, exactly. But at home, it'll be messed up. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful what we ask for because if I ask for your favor and and the favor that's on your life and to be like you, then now I'm setting myself up and I'm not, I'm not asking for my anointing and my, my amazingness and all the things. No, you're asking for somebody else. I'm asking for somebody else's stuff. So now if you asking for my stuff, 
then that's molestation. That's right. Yeah. That's that's my grandmother getting cancer. That's my mom getting cancer. That's my cousins getting killed. That's my uncles dying within six months of each other. That's, you mm. know, me finding out that someone cheated on me for a year and a half. That, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's a whole list of stuff. And you're yeah. like, wait, what? I don't want her mm. favor, Lord. Because yeah. you don't know what I went through to yeah. get it. Yes, yes. You, you see the outcome. You see this. Yeah, you, just, you see, you the, see the final product. <laughs> exactly. And so here's the mm. thing. I don't see that it took my mom seven miscarriages to get me and I was a twin. Yeah. You don't see that the devil tried to kill me repeated times when I was a child. The yeah. the pool door opening out of nowhere and me jumping in at the deep end and going straight down and kids usually float for a little bit before they sink. Mm-hmm. And I had on a poofy dress. There's no way I should have went all the way to the bottom that quick. And so it's, it just lets you know that there's something over her life. But yeah. I don't want that. I admire yeah. it. So you got to yeah. get it in a place of admiration yeah. without yeah. asking God for it. Mm-hmm. Understand that you have access to it. Yes. If there is a blessing in the room, you have every capability to reach up and grab it. Yeah. You have, you, you have, at, go ahead, Levi Tyler. And you just said something that doesn't like, got me excited. Yes. Two that I love about favorites that we all can get, we, we, we all are favored. Yeah, but come on. Can you access it? Come on. Mm-hmm. Can you access the Can you access the favor over your own life? That's it. Yeah. Can you say, God, yeah. you have favored me. You have given me an anointing. You have said this and that concerning my life. But God, I don't see it. God, show me how to access the favor yeah. of my own life because there yeah. is access and favor over me. So when you said access, something in my spirit said, "I actually, this is tangible." I can yes, I can grab it. Yeah. I could reach this. I can mm-hmm. I can touch I can touch the door and go into the door and say, God, I open the door. What's next? Yes. The room and be like, God, I'm in the room. What's next? I can sit at the table and be sitting at the table saying, God, what's next? Because I can physically touch the favor of God on my life. Yes. And we don't realize that we have that. See, when you're in church and God is releasing a powerful prophetic word, Mm. that's also yours because you were in the room. See, the misconception is we get confused when they were in the upper room and God said, don't leave until my spirit pours out. There were some people that left. Don't be the person that leaves and then try to figure out how to get access to what you missed out on. Mm -hmm. Stay in the room. Don't be the person asking for the notes later. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not not, not giving you yeah. <laughs> the season of giving people your notes is over. It's done. Right? Take your own. Now, if you were in the class with me and you sat there with me and now you want my notes and I know you were there with me, I'll give you my notes. Yeah. And that has been Let's Talk Church Uncensored. See you next week. <laughs>